I did it all for the Nookie 1999 significant other Limp Biscuit Fred Durst. What a song. What a song. The and biscuit just, is limp. Just to be sure, clear, our biscuits are not limp. Ours are fully functioning frigging torpedoes. We're buzzing. They were limp previous to turning on the uh, the computer, the Google machine. Yeah. But uh, we are 20 milligrams Cialis Viagra rock hard. Yep. You've never <laughs> seen anything this hard in your life before. Speaking of sheath, no. <laughs> Getting <laughs> Speaking of uh, our sponsors. <laughs> Uh, we do have a couple things to talk about on uh, episode two, Slinging the Biscuit, this week. Uh, we got a lot of awesome stuff for interview guests for the week. Casimir Cascasuo, fellow goaltender, fellow YouTube stud. He's a stud. We're not, maybe, maybe Pat's a stud. I'm definitely not. I'm like the Walmart version of Pat and Cascasuo. But uh, yeah, that's, that's who we got on today. Uh, big theme is going to be talking about, uh, you know, wearing COVID masks on the mm-hmm. ice. That's a thing. Talking about mullets, talking about you name it, wild sex stories. Oh, yeah, and, I love uh, those. We, we love the wild night cell. We love the full sim. We love the green light. We love, love a nice sex. green light. <laughs> uh, we got uh, episode one, mess ups. Uh, a couple things that we messed up on the uh, previous episode. First off, Pat didn't know what Nookie is or what Nookie was. No. Uh, Nookie is uh, code for uh, puss. Yeah, and I like it. I, I'm pretty sure Fred Durst came up with that so that he could say Nookie on the radio. So that's what that is. Uh, also, a lot of people are confused about what the podcast is called. Mm-hmm. We spelt it slang on the biscuit to get you thinking. It looks cooler, but it's pronounced sling on the biscuit. Yeah. So sling on the biscuit, but it's spelt slanging. I know. It doesn't make any sense. We want, it doesn't have to. we want you to be confused. Be like, why is it spelt that? And then you start talking about it and you ask the friend, how do you pronounce this? Why is it called this? They listen etc where it's a marketing strategy we, we would love to get you thinking just to get yeah. you feeling something would be ideal i gotta pour me um, up a cup just to feel something <laughs> shout uh, out the kid another uh, episode one note uh, pat talked about commenting on celebrities posts pretending to be a friend mm-hmm. i've been firing out a couple uh lines recently i left a comment on elvis merzlikens picture the other day actually uh, telling him hey man what's going on good to see you're doing well man we got to catch up man grab a bite the amount of likes i've been getting on these pictures pretending to be celebrities friends and i get followers every time i make this comment on instagram yeah it's, it's pretty funny did you no have bites. any success no no i haven't had any <laughs> bites elvis does not want to go for lunch with me i tried carrie price i tried jordan bennington nobody seems to want to go grab a bite with me so uh hopefully that'll uh pick up sometime in the near future also a couple side notes uh pat didn't know david riddick was a goalie not a really big deal uh i need to stop saying like every third word don't we so that's uh, on the to-do list and uh my dad is a little bit disgruntled about the uh swearing so we need to stop swearing so much actually i think i forgot to answer his call today yeah i love you dad <laughs> forgot to uh forgot, forgot to answer his call i think i put him to voicemail today so sorry about that dad oh. i'll call you back after this <laughs> i know tough um so our guest is casmer cascasuo And one of the things that we've been talking about all week leading up to having him on was what could be, because you have to think that as an NHL goaltender, as somebody who's on the payroll making significant money, and whether he's top of the barrel or bottom of the barrel money in the National League, he's making a lot of money. And at that level, they're looking for any excuse possible to get rid of you. Like if your shoelaces are untied, they're sending you down to the American League. Yeah. Like they, there's no room for error. And... And I mean this in a positive way, but I don't think there's really a lot going on in his videos and his vlogs because you can tell that the team, the PR team, the National League, like everybody is kind of holding him back in a sense. And this is my own opinion. This isn't what Casimir said. But I think Pat would agree too. The potential that is out there for him being a National Hockey League goaltender, granted he's on the taxi squad, but he's still an NHL goalie. Yeah. An NHL goalie to be vlogging his day-to-day life Mm 
You know, he's got a wife, he's got a kid, as well as the fact that he's a National League goalie. And during non-present COVID times, the stuff that he could be filming and posting, you know, he's at the steakhouse or at the club having a night on a Saturday after the win on a hockey night. Like, what a what oh, what yeah. a, a potential they could have. Dude, yeah. Actually, yeah, because you can see in his videos he's he's a bit reserved and doesn't show the <clears throat> rink too much. And we're going to ask him um, why that is when we get him on it for the interview. Like, even for me at Maine, I couldn't – you know, there were certain things that I, I knew not to put in, although I think my coach was probably a little bit more lenient than, say, an NHL team would be. I was I would swear a fair amount. I would kind of show the social – not the social life of, like – partying but i would show the the life of you know in the locker room a little bit in the gym us at home kind of and um but i definitely couldn't show the full thing like if i was able to show like a college party night out which actually i filmed once i never got to put it out but if I, i'm saying if i was able to like say put that video out there that'd be killer like a day in the life or night in the life yeah. So if you want to uh, maybe follow the podcast, maybe PayPal us a couple bucks, <laughs> Pat might post that for a YouTube channel members exclusive or OnlyFans. So you want to see Pat having a good time, right? going into full oh, booze yeah. control, let the liquor do the driving. There, You want to see Pat do that. It was actually a, some money. a hilarious night we had. Uh, should, I, should I tell like the story of what was filmed? And does a bear shit in the woods? Come on, let, let, yeah, let I should definitely. Come on, I can't put Come it on. out yet. Or you know what? Who knows? But there's people in it that would not want to be. Give us a tease <laughs> because we don't want to end your career yet. You have a much brighter future than me. I can I can post something like this and people will be like, "Trev posted that? Really? Yeah, I, oh, I didn't even notice." <laughs> oh yeah, so I, I one guy still relevant. <laughs> night. What happened with the season was split into two because of semesters, so we would get a break right at. Um, Christmas time, like right before Christmas, before finals. And obviously, instead of studying, we would just go out and have a big uh, party that night because we had two-week break. We just let loose for a night, like completely. So I was like, you know what? I just started vlogging this year. It's my junior year. Like, I should vlog this night. It was on my iPhone. And it started, I was like, I don't know how people are going to react when I just <laughs> pull up my like fucking phone and start filming them. But once everyone gets started getting a li- little liquor in yeah, it's People are outgoing on the on the camera. The safety has come yeah. off. So I started it, and uh, it's like we're hanging out. We go to the bar, and it's uh, I want to say it was Dollar Dollar Wells night. So it was like <laughs> the boys were kind of kind of going. It's so we start getting drunk. We head back to my apartment, and we're all just fucked at this point. I think we there was one peop one guy Dinger. I could say his dinger. He was in his room. He was hiding out. Steph. And and someone first did a leaner and he got pissed about it. And then the boys who did the leaner got pissed at him <laughs> for getting pissed and said, fuck it. Let's, let's knock his door down with this couch. <laughs> so four people picked up a couch and just ran it through his door, completely smashed it. And I'm just sitting there filming it. Like, <laughs> it's my roommate. He was not. He wasn't too happy with me as I'm just filming. Like, I'm gonna end up a world star <laughs> after I post this. Smashing his door. Like, this is great content. I'll never. You, post. you know what kind of vibe this gives? It gives me the vibe of uh, of Titanic when they're trying mm. to keep all the third class passengers down on the bottom of the ship, and then Jack and Fabrizio <laughs> and the guys they rip the bench out, uh, and the guy's got the gun. He's pointing at him. He's like, "You can't do that. You can't do that." Just socks him right in the face. That's a great scene. It's it very similar. It's a great comparison. <laughs> 
<laughs> but, Except nobody's pointing a gun at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. The, the, uh, the ship was sinking, though. The ship had, ship had taken sinking. on significant water. The door was, for sure, in our apartment. It, was, it went down. Uh, the, the night only went up from there. It actually, I won't go into too much detail the rest of the night, but I will say it was about 4 a.m., and we there was a crew of us who may have – I knew all the ins and outs of the rink. I know all the doors that are open. And oh, dude, yeah, it's what, yeah, okay. okay. So we went, we went in the rink at like 4 a.m., and I'll just leave it at that. And if I, we had a, we, <laughs> we had a good time. <laughs> There's like a hot tub type uh, hydro works thing in there, and we were, we were having a little vibe. And one day I might, maybe I'll put this video out if I get consent. You know the old from, saying that, uh, Nothing good ever happens at two in the morning. Yeah, I beg to differ. You got a camera in your hands; everything's good at oh. two in the morning, dude. You know, except what? Denny's. I wonder if if I do like a uh, exclusive content type site, if I would be able to, if I would put that out there, if I could trust the people enough not to like share it. Like, hey, I'll, I'll be on. Man, l- listen for a sec, okay? Some of the most popular people on OnlyFans, I find all that shit for free on on Reddit. Reddit.com slash I can't trust Lana people. Slash Absolutely not. Not in twenty twenty one. But what I'm saying is, you're gonna have to pay for that video. There's gonna have to be a. It's exclusive content. I might even put all like my stories and shit from college on there. Who knows? <laughs> that could be an attention grabber. But you know what? You should be putting on some amazing underwear from the folks at Sheath, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about our sponsorship for the week. Mm, that was clean. Sheath underwear. Some of the best gitch on the face of this planet. It's so soft. They got a ballpark pouch. They feel so oh, soft. So incredibly smooth. <laughs> I, they it's feel great. so you, comfortable. You, you got your package? Yeah, I did actually. I was trying them on. They're, they're awesome. I eh? was looking at myself in the mirror, you know? It was not, I look good. I look good. Cake looks nice like, in the, in the Like Christian underwear. Bale, American Psycho. When <laughs> Pat was a kid, his mom used to tell him, hey, honey, you know how I'm taking a school in this little red wagon? Well, you're going to be pulling a red wagon one day. Yeah. Pat's pulling a red wagon with that dump truck mm-hmm. in the back of that sheath <laughs> underwear. Damn right. Folks, you're going to want to go to www.sheathunderwear.com to get some amazing deals and use the promo code BISCUIT69. That's I repeat, right. BISCUIT69. Spell that. Six. Spell, spell it because it's not spelled that way. We, we don't want to spell it. BISCUIT is B-I-Z-K-I-T. 69 is the number 69. But the Biscuit 69 will get you a nice little discount yep. on some of the best underwear on the planet. They got a pouch for your nuts. They got a pouch for your schlong. Mm-hmm. I know this sounds a little inappropriate, but everything's got a place to go. Why Dude. let the uh, the banana hammock run wild? You know what I mean? Let's let's put everything. Yeah. Let's compartmentalize everything. Let's put everything where it needs to be. You're you need that shit to perform when the time is right, and it needs to be comfortable throughout the day to perform. Like think about it. Your legs before a hockey game. You're resting them. You're hitting the uh, the pumps. You know those recovery pumps, and then you're going out and performing. You're drinking some pre workout. You're getting going. Sheath underwear is keeping those balls. They're keeping them nice and comfortable and ready for action at any time. That's the least I've felt since I've started wearing them. I feel incredible. And if you guys want to feel incredible and wear the same type underwear as us, use that code. Pick up some gitch. Mm. Do your ass a favor. Your girlfriend will appreciate it. She'll have something nice to take off too. But you know what you don't want to take off? Too much hair. We're talking haircuts. Yeah. We don't have any more sponsors, but we are talking haircuts. Somebody asked the other day. So apparently people have started to notice that I have a mullet. It's only been two years and they're finally picking up that, Trav, you have a mullet. I I didn't know. I just noticed. Pat noticed last week. Some people are (laughs) noticing very frequently. 
Um, this wasn't even a pandemic thing. This was a uh, my last girlfriend dumped my ass, and the last thing she said to me was, "Get a haircut, you bum." Cold hearted. So I said, "You know what? Hey, let's let her buck. Let's let her rip. Makes sense, right?" That's exactly and, what I would uh, do. I did cut the sides. I let the back go though. So I like like for two and a half years of being with her, I listened to only part of what she told me to do. So I'm, I'm sure she'll be very happy to hear that if, she, if she's still listening at all. Exes, exes don't know shit. <laughs> the question was, people want to know, would we get matching mullets? Because you got a little, little wings going on the side. Yeah, you could do. do matching mullets, I, got, I, think. I got a little hair in the back going here. I was thinking if I want to turn it into a mullet or just let it grow in general. I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell. Maybe I will start rocking a mullet. What do you think? You know, I think I think you're the awkward stage, and there's that very awkward stage of like y- you've lost the stylish haircut, the shaved mm-hmm. sides, the faded, the little faded piece, and the nice little spiky look. And then as it grows, it starts to to slowly transform in the cocoon to yep. almost a bowl cut. And at the point where you have openly welcomed the public to ask you, Pat, you get a free bowl of soup with that cut at any point in time. You could be a Walmart. You could be. At the rink, at the gym, people are going to ask you, did you get a free bowl of soup with that salad? And you're going to say no. I'm I don't have buck. bowl cut, though. Mine's it, like It'll a, get to that point. It probably it'll will. Get to that point. I don't know because I've never done it from experience. But mine kind of just grows all over the place. It's got all sorts of waves going this way, that way, back, front. And it's just like. Well, see, here's the thing. <laughs> so I got my quote unquote, we'll call it the fuckboy haircut. That's I think that's what it is, the, the shaved sides. I got that in July of uh, uh, 2019. Mm-hmm. And I let it buck until about end of May, Oof. beginning of June. Mm-hmm. So that was a long time of just letting it go. Like you might have confused me for Justin Bieber, and I had some bad wings. Yeah. But shaved the sides, started to take shape. Mullet. Now I got a mullet. You look damn and then good. Ever since then, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, ever since then, just been maintaining it. Reshave the sides, refade it in, let the back go, keep the middle <laughs> tamed, and we're ready to go. We got someone for the ladies to hold on to in the back. I think if once my wings start getting too long, I'm just going to start like slicking it all to the back. Oh, like Roberto Luongo, just grease her back. Yeah, for the time being, until like the wings get to a point where they're not just like wings, you know? We'll see how it goes. Time will tell. You got to tuck it behind the ears, I think. That's yeah. the key there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Time will tell. Yeah. But it's just when you put the hat on, it just starts winging, you know? I, th- I think so. It's patience. It's understanding you're going to be ugly for a short period of time and accepting that you're not ugly by any means. But like when you have a head shape like mine, you're really, really laying it on the line. You're sticking your neck out there for a couple months. You know what I mean? There's, there's a lot of sacrifice being made. That's right. On the topic of sacrifices, I got a question for you. Me. COVID masks. Oh. This is a polarizing topic. I'd like to warn anybody out there who is a snowflake, anybody out there who we would maybe describe yourself, or maybe your parents would describe you as a rosebud, somebody who's very, very delicate. You bruise kind of like a peach. A little sweet little, hat. A little sweet hat. Yeah, if you're, if, you're, if you're really sweet and you're delicate, don't listen to the podcast. Yeah, actually, first off, you shouldn't even be listening to this podcast in the yeah. first place. You should probably be in bed right now. I'm assuming it's your bedtime. <laughs> Secondly, if you're not one of those people, let's dive in. Shall we? Wearing COVID masks. Now, I, I just want to say off the bat, I've, I've, I've shockingly had a lot of people message me asking me, why are you an anti-masker? And I just want to say I'm not an anti-masker by any means. Mm-hmm. I am an anti-masker who will put the thing on so you shut the fuck up and let me go about my day. 
I don't want to deal with an altercation or um, in any any war of words at the grocery store. I'll put the thing on. You'll shut up. I'll go on my way. I don't going to waste any time. I just don't want to deal with it. So for those reasons, anytime I'm asked, somebody asks me, listen, put, you want to put a diaper on? Yep, no problem. I'll put it on. I'll put it on the right way and we'll carry on. It's like and, a, and, and would you agree? It's like a condom, you know? You don't want to put it on, but if they ask, you will. You know what I mean? You'll pull it down from time to time. Yeah. You're like, ah, oh, sure. <laughs> Just you a know? breath of fresh air. Just mix in a couple of fresh breaths. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, like, a, yeah, I'm comparing COVID masks to condoms. Exactly. It's just, that, that's where my mind went when you said that, you know. But I, I do. I do agree. I do agree. <laughs> I don't, you don't love it. I feel like no one loves it. It's like, I get why. So I do it. But the worst, like, Whatever I have to put it on. If I go in a grocery store, I don't really give a fuck. You know, I'm used to wearing a mask. It is what it is. Where if we're keeping people safe, good. If if it does nothing, whatever. But the worst is on the ice. Like you can't expect someone to wear a mask on the ice and like perform. It's not healthy. Not good. I, I think too. In day to day life, I think it's been over a year. We, we've all accepted. Listen, you can't go anywhere without wearing a diaper. It's it's just the way that things are, right? And I'm just going to say this. I think Pat and I are probably one of the few where we've been pretty good. I know Pat had COVID for a bit. I've been trying to get it because I'd like to make a video on it, you know, get a couple clicks. I, I haven't had any success. I've gone through so many airports. I've been through Florida, Minneapolis, Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver, Calgary, Sweden, Amsterdam. I've been everywhere since the pandemic started. And for the life of me, I can't catch the goddamn thing, which is also probably That's why I can't catch a puck. Yeah. It's good. I, I know, right? I and I'm I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm not the most precautious when it comes to you know following the rules, mm-hmm. shall we say? I'll leave it at that. But what I will say is I understand some people are more liable, right? If you have diabetes, if you have asthma, if you're 400 pounds, if you're 90 years old, you're probably gonna die. Fact of the matter, be told. If you're 90, however, if you're yeah, if you're 90, you've probably you're on like the back hole, yeah, that's last a tough, hole, last that's two tough. holes of the greens. It's tough. However, I wanted to say, and I want to be very clear about this. When people who don't know shit about the game, have never played a sport, are not athletic, are in, and these are the people that are in charge of making the rules, and they say, listen, you want to play hockey? You got to wear a diaper on the ice at all times. I'm serious. I'm being serious here. You got to wear a mask on the ice at all times. You got to wear a mask when you're on the treadmill at the gym. You got to wear a mask when you're playing basketball. And the issue that I have with that is that hockey is an intense game. Football is an intense game. All of these are intense games, right? There is no athletes on the planet playing in the National Hockey League, playing in the National Basketball Association, the NFL, any of these major league sports that are wearing masks during play. And I understand they're being tested on a daily basis. They have millions of dollars they're pumping into the stuff to make it safe for the athletes and to just kind of bypass a lot of the regulations. I think that's pretty fair to say, correct? I'd say so. But when you tell me to put a mask on and you're affecting my ice time, you're affecting my life in a way that I can't perform the way that I want to. I've had a couple workouts with my trainer where he, he he's asked me to put a mask on and I, I could throw myself through a wall. I'm getting so pissed off because I'm overheating. I'm being suffocated by this mask or uh, on the ice right now in Winnipeg. All last summer, nothing was, was really different for the most part. 
you know, you could go into the rink an hour before, use the benches, use the showers, like all that stuff, no masks. And now you can't get in till 15 before. You got to wear a mask in the rink. Not a problem. That's not a problem at all. The problem is I'm coming on the ice to perform. I'm wearing a goalie mask as is. Players are wearing their equipment. It gets hot out there. We're trying to perform. We're breathing heavy. And you got this disgusting, wet, sopping diaper on your face. And I'm sorry if I'm offending people. Actually, no, I'm not. Sorry for screw-ups and criminals, yeah. and we are neither of them. But you can't play the fucking game with a diaper on. No, it's too, dude, especially as you start sweating too. It's freaking suffocating you. Like, but I do, and it gets so much heavier because it, it soaks everything up. The people, if you watch, really, they make this rule, right? It's, it's put. You have to play with this mask on. If you look at anyone playing, they all pull the mask down. You know, it's yeah. it's like okay, we're gonna say we're doing it, so you know we're right. And we're following the rules. Politically correct. Nobody yeah. can be upset. We've tried. Yeah, but they're not wearing. It's it's a weird. It's weird too because especially in college, they're do, they're getting tested. They're. It's not like. It's gonna make a difference, uh, like of an outbreak that happens outside of, hockey. That like Maine's still had an outbreak, even though they're wearing masks on the ice and stuff. You know, it's. I don't know. It's it, it just seems. I, I get it, you know. It's no one really understands it, and there's precautions they're trying to take. But it sucks trying and expecting like athletes to wear those while performing at that high of a level. And then also the rule changing that they're kind of doing with hockey. I think the OHL was it right? They just didn't do hitting. Did they follow through with that? I'm not a hundred. They haven't even started yet. The they OHL haven't even hasn't. started. Okay, so no. the, they they did announce that there as of recording hitting. they have not started. Something could change, but they haven't started yet. Right. And then there's other leagues like uh, high school saying you can't have like corner battles of more than so many people. So you have to like now you're know changing this. the dynamic of the game. Right. You're it, changing the game. This is soccer now. This isn't hockey. It's And it, yeah. if, if I can make one, one very, very important point here. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a medical professional. I'm not a health officer. With that being said. For the life of me, I can't figure out how the fuck wearing a mask on the ice when you're pulling it down, pulling it up, you're sweating in it, you're pulling it down, spitting on the bench, pulling it back up, pulling it down, having a sip of water, you're going to the locker, like you're touching all this shit. I don't understand how for the life of me, this is any quote unquote safer Mm -hmm. wearing a mask on the ice than not because then guys aren't touching their face. I find myself touching my face and touching my nose. Like I'm touching everything. I'm readjusting my glasses, my hat, a thousand times more wearing this thing than when I'm not. Can't see, right? can't hear, can't do shit. No, my, well, my glasses fog up, but that's beside the point. If you're wearing a fishbowl in college, oh, I couldn't imagine the amount of spray you have to right. use, the amount of clear you got to use. Fires up. Yeah, it's definitely it, a it's struggle. A pledge. It's definitely a struggle. It, it's It's it, caused a lot of especially in hockey it's just caused like covid has caused a lot of uh struggle whether it be the mask or the changing of rules it's that's the rule changes too it's not hockey if there's no hitting or there's restrictions on corner battles that's it's allowing certain players to do to do better than they would have if hockey was normal rules too which is that's a different subject but shitty like what's next are they gonna they're gonna stop and sanitize the puck after everybody makes a pass like yep. oh hold on two on one one pa- stop everybody hold on hold on i gotta sanitize your stick we're gonna give you a little spray on the puck all right go again you Another know pa- oh hold on <laughs> you, uh, you been to the dentist and you know like when you have to spit you have to put suck on that tube they're gonna have yep. those in the helmets and you suck it and it's oh. gonna throw it back into like your your like 
underwear or some shit. So you have like a spit. generator on your backpack. You're gonna have a little arrow. packet. You have this big tank in your hip area, and you just if you have to spit, oh. you have to go into that little tube, and it's gonna go into your pack. <laughs> That's, that's, where it's, hockey, that's where it's man, going right now. I, I thought tough. hockey was becoming soft before the pandemic. I think this is even softer. And again, I want to make one thing clear. You want me to wear a mask walking in? No problem. Not a problem at all. Mm. I'll, I'll, I'll grab some sandy when I walk into the rink. You want me to wear a mask outside in the room? Not a problem. Right. I I have no issue with that. Do I, Am I happy? No. Do I like it? Not really. I don't think anyone Will does, I do it? right? <laughs> I don't... There, there's going to be that one guy that's like, I love it. I feel so good wearing I, feel I enjoy so- wearing masks. I feel like myself. Kevin shot up in the back. <laughs> Kevin and Chad, that's enough for you. I feel you. like I'm more me, you know, when I'm in that mask. I can just express myself more than I used to. <laughs> a lot of girls are using it as like, like style. They're trying to be fashionable wearing a mask. I'm finding that a lot on Tinder. Yep. The girls will put a mask on and they're trying to stylize it. Yeah, it's weird. It's definitely weird. But, I mean, I think there's a reason why the top, like the national leagues of or not making them wear masks. I think, you know, they have to wear them everywhere around the rink, everywhere in, but once they're, you know, on the ice and playing, or once they're on the field and playing, they don't have to wear the mask. And I think, I think there's a reason, you know, that they know that and they're not making them do it. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's a struggle. I think one, one, one thing that I've found very common in talking to a lot of people about it, because let's be honest, like you go to the rink, you, everybody talks. I'm sure you have probably a similar idea is that I don't know one single individual hockey player and there's gonna be that one guy that plays like men's league in vancouver who's like 45 years old writing for some like goalie magazine or some shit who's bitching about it but i don't know one single person on this planet who says i feel unsafe at the rink right you know where you feel unsafe costco where there's a thousand people in line to get their shitty bulk chicken breasts that yeah. taste like salt water it's below average shitty chicken overpriced bagels they have a good thousands of people in line. They have a decent slice of za, though. They, I, uh, hey, I'm not. I'm not contesting <laughs> the food. The food. The, the food is is quality for a shit or a very good price. Very good. Very good price. Yep. Best pizza for the price you're paying. Oh, Maybe close yes. second is IKEA. But mm. you cannot, for the life of me, tell me that a thousand people in line at Costco is any safer than guys playing a little four on four, two goalies, and a referee slinging the biscuit around the ice. You cannot tell me that. But somehow the people making the rules will tell you that. Anyway, yeah, before I blow a gasket more than John Tortorella on Patty Line, let's, uh, nice let's, let's transition here. We have thank Take you. That. We, uh, we have an elite guest, mm-hmm. Casimir Cascasuo, personal friend of the show, personal friend of myself, going to be friends with Pat. We're all going to be drinking together sometime. By the way, I um, – I'm supposed to do babysitting for him and his uh, missus, by the way, before we get an interview. We, we talked about uh, hanging out last summer and me coming down to Minnesota to skate. And he talked about uh, having me babysit his kid for, uh, for like maybe a night. You know, him and the missus, you know, they go out, you know, they go for a nice, nice dinner, nice little steakhouse dinner. You know, then maybe they go for a dance somewhere to a club, you know, get the jam. Old fashioned. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, like a nice movie. Maybe they go to see, uh, you know, Ocean 17 or, uh, you know, Star Wars 36, whatever they're on or the whatever Avengers 19. Be. Right. Yeah, yeah, like they're going for a nice movie night, nice dinner, nice, you know what I mean? Whatever they and, like. And, you know, they wind it back. And you, you have you seen The Incredibles? You've seen oh, The Incredibles? Yeah, yeah, You know when they had the babysitter and she's babysitting the baby and she's like, Mrs. Parr, why is your baby on fire? Jack, Jack's blowing up the house. <laughs> That's going to be me. Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be a, a transition of shots between Casimir and uh, Wendy, his wife. The miss is having a nice night, classy music playing, just bop, 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 bop. 
having a, a great evening. Uh-huh. And then there's me. The house is in flames. What song, ah! what song do you think that he's going to be listening to with the wife? He's going to be listening to My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. That I'm going to have Limp Bizkit break stuff. And Limp Bizkit so break stuff. That. I fucking yeah. I feel that. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be one of those great moments and he's gonna come back and he's gonna be like, What happened in my apartment? Oh dude, yeah, cutscenes of him uh, like heart will go on. Maybe he's like you know, maybe a little Jack and Rose scene in the Titanic of like really romantic hair blown in the wind and cuts back to you babysitting with his kid like on fire, blowing up the fucking house and And there's just me holding the baby. I hate kids, I hate children, I hate children, I hate children, I hate children. (laughs) This is the best birth control humanly possible. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I kid. Wendy and Casimir, I don't know your child Fox. I'm sure Sounds amazing. I'm sure you got a great kid. I I I think she's like two. I think two, maybe three. I don't I don't I'm not great with kids though, just so you know. But that being said, if you do want us to babysit uh, we are doing a little babysitting gig. If you uh, email us for rates, and we'll babysit your kids for, and you can go have a night out. We'll also sure. uh, babysit you in a back alley if you want to buy something. Oh, um, yeah, we we are trying. Yo, oh shit! Look at the time. Casimir's calling, and we better uh, transition before we get into more legal trouble. Anyway, to our interview with uh, Casimir Casuso. We don't have an intro for today's guest, but he is a pretty big YouTube vlogger. Wow, my uh, my status has changed from a goalie to uh, to a YouTuber. Yeah. <laughs> now, but, you know you're doing something uh, right. Well, whatever works, I guess. Whatever keeps me going. It's an upgrade. You're cool. everything. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna make yeah, this. That, that is true. Well, I'm adding tools to my toolbox. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, we we got a couple questions for you. We want to keep this a little shorter today. The focus more so is on. I think a lot of podcasts would focus on like your background, like your playing history and, and whatnot. But I think what's really, really interesting is that you're doing what we're doing, but you're an NHL caliber goaltender. Like that's a whole you know different can of worms thrown into the mix. Like if we're being quite honest. Um, so if you just want to kind of talk to us a little bit about like what made you start vlogging on YouTube, like like what got you into it, what really got you attracted, like I'm going to keep doing this and kind of go from there. Yeah, I mean, if you would have asked me a year ago if I would be doing this, then it'd probably be a hard no from me. But, um, you know, going into the bubble as, like, the third goalie um, and then how different that whole situation was and seeing that that some NBA guys were actually doing it right before we, we got into our NHL bubble, it kind of kind of, like, seemed interesting and something I could do, especially with, not playing in the playoffs or anything like that. So just being the extra guy and like taking in the experience and hope, like thinking that it's probably once in a lifetime kind of thing to do, do something like this. And obviously as a hockey fan myself, um, just kind of try to think of the different things that a fan might be missing out during these times when can't go to games and, uh, not a whole lot of sports going on. So just wanted to, uh, kind of use the time and, the opportunity that I have in the bubble just to uh, kind of sh- show around and keep the fans involved. And I literally started just by filming off my phone and <laughs> like first time editing any, any kind of videos. And it was, it was a learning pro learning curve for sure. And still is kind of learning everything from every video. And um, yeah. And then dropped a couple of those videos and, uh found the courage to tweet about it too <laughs> and then uh got a couple big retweets from nhl and the maple Leafs. so 
uh, it kind of took off. It kind of, yeah, it kind of <laughs> took off from there. And, um, it, like everything was very positive and, uh, fans were loving it. And I didn't really think it would pull off that much, but, um, it did. And then, then my wife sent me my like five-year-old GoPro to the bubble and nice <laughs> kind of taking it to the next level. And so, yeah, it was, I definitely was uncomfortable kind of filming that kind of stuff. And, um, like, to be honest, I still am like not involved in the teammates and obviously with COVID, we can't really hang out with the teammates anyway. So, uh, just trying to keep it a secret, well-known secret, I guess now. So, uh, so like yeah, that was your idea. Like when you started, that was like, like you took the initiative and were like, I'm going to start filming myself. That wasn't NHL asking you. No, definitely not. And I feel like with like every team in the NHL, like small market beaten, like, now being in a small market team in Nashville compared to being in Toronto, like I was nervous to even like ask the PR guys, like, Hey, like, would it be okay if I did something like this? And, um, they were like, yeah, yeah. Like I kind of probably got him at a bad time. And he was like, yeah, that's fine. Like, just <laughs> like send us the, send us whatever, like you're doing, like doing before posting it so we can take a look at it. And yeah. So just started doing it on my own. And then, created a youtube channel and like started started posting those videos that got approved and uh yeah it was it was all my idea and just kind of i guess one of those things that i picked up during quarantine that <laughs> covid that um found you interesting so the uh the pr team so every time you make a video you have to actually show them before you post it yeah for sure and even here in nashville um they kind of helped me to uh navigate with all the regulations that we have especially right. for this year that i'm not getting dinged for 100 grand like the washington boys did so doing showing something that i'm not supposed to <laughs> and like, breaking the rules and like showing it to the world so that'd be no good i gotta good. i gotta ask like like what like have you done something where like they're like man you're gonna cost us 100 g's like you can't be posting that like <laughs> there has to be something where like you've thought about it too um Oh, we're always following the rules, right? <laughs> we're not break, we're not breaking any rules on camera. Hypo yeah. hy hypothetically, what was something that could have happened that you could have <laughs> filmed? And that oh, well, now we're in the bank, we're we're in the debts for a hundred G's here, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like our guys have done a really good job, and like people, like our teammates, like respect everyone's families too, and like mm -hmm. staying safe and everything. So, and I feel like we're like especially the big guys here, like pretty noticeable guys around nashville so you can't really go out and hit broadway and you probably get <laughs> you probably get covid before you yeah. get caught doing it but um <laughs> yeah i mean it it's just the little things like especially like hearing that like the team has to even before covid like they have to, has to approve everything that is filmed on the uh, event level so yeah. even anything that's the hallways locker room stuff like that and they just want to they just want to make sure that everything's approved and I'm not giving away any secrets or anything like that. So, so are they aware uh, you're filming or, or you're filming and then sending it to them and they're like, okay, this is cool. Yeah. So I just do everything. I put together like a first draft, like a rough edition of the clips that I have. No edits, just like cut them, cut them up how I would have them. And then uh, I send them to the team's PR guys and, and then usually, day or two and it's it's approved 
or then there might be one or two things that I have to take out. And, um, yeah. And then I kind of go through the second, second layer of editing with all the fancy schmancy music and stuff like that. So that I'm still trying to take, trying to, uh, yeah, trying to find some tips and tricks from traps videos. (laughs) It's a, it's a little different from when I, I was doing it in college. I would just post it and then, you know, then hear the backlash from my coach and t- he, would, <laughs> he would tell me like, oh, could you take this, 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 this and out? And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'll go. I'll go do that right now, actually, when I get home. <laughs> yeah, I just delete the home. video. <laughs> <laughs> like he would get mad at me because I swear a lot and I would just leave it in the video and not like bleep it out yeah. or just avoid swearing. And he would always get mad at me. Do you? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you're representing your whatever school you're playing or your, the organization you're playing for. So, um, you just have to kind of yeah think uh, think of it as a team team thing. For sure. Do you do you ever have moments where you're like maybe you swear and they're like no 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 or do you just know not to? You're smarter than me. I know not to. <laughs> I think <laughs> so. I just gotta know. Uh, um get into the filming yeah filming mindset in a little bit and kind of go through what i want to say before before i film it so and then obviously like it's i show my wife too like before before i post it so like everything that i'm showing at home gets approved too so <laughs> rink and home is he's the ultimate boss too. like <laughs> yeah so she decides <laughs> like like she gets the final pick and so um, that just helps kind of the team is all obviously just approving the stuff that that I'm not showing everything I'm supposed to like for the team. But then obviously like my wife kind of makes sure that I'm not doing anything stupid <laughs> on these videos. Feel, feel free to be around the bush on this one. But like one thing that Pat and I were talking about a lot was that like depending on who's making the videos, like a vlog can be whatever you interpret it to be. Right. And like for me and Pat, that would be showing more of like our, our, our lives and like people like we skate with people we know. But like one thing we noticed like for a lot of your videos, like you don't really you don't show the boys. It's just mostly like you kind of at home hanging out or you're walking to the rink, grabbing some food and stuff. Like like are are there things you'd like to show off that like maybe the team's like, no, you can't do that, or you just don't feel comfortable with because obviously like I, I don't need to, to say it, but like the hockey chemistry, the hockey vibe, like you could have a gold mine in the locker room, you know, you got Roman Yossi saying a couple things. You know, maybe Pax or Saro saying if you like the hockey lingo on its own could be just a total side street, like side series, right? So like, like, are there things you want to show that like maybe you can't or you don't feel comfortable sharing yet? For sure. That like, that's the thing, like that kind of bothers me the most almost is that I can't really like, especially this year, like, and it's, it's weird because this is the year I started doing this. Uh, that I can't show that us going to dinner and like us at in the locker room or at the hotel, like because we can't really be around each other. And like even in the locker rooms, like we're socially distanced and inside of the rink and the gym and everywhere, like you have to wear a mask and all these things. And uh, and like I said, I still feel like I still feel uncomfortable and there's only been a couple guys who've ever probably seen my camera and like, that's, that's the thing. Like since it's a little GoPro, so it's easy to hide, but, yeah. um, 
only couple guys know I even do this. They've probably seen on my Instagram stories or whatever and just kind of brush it off. But, um, yeah, like I, I'm still at that stage. Like there is no way I would like all of a sudden I'm jump in front of Pex and like start filming him, you know, like, Hey buddy, how's your day going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Say, yeah. Like, dinner this morning. Say what up. Yeah. So, yeah. Like no, no chance. Like, I don't know. It's maybe I'll get there one day and maybe when hopefully next year things are back to normal, we can kind of be at the rink and kind of do all that stuff and, and hang out in the locker room and be normal again. So, uh, but that's definitely the one thing I know people want to see is the teammates, but that's kind of at this point, like this year with all the regulations, it's, it's hard to do. You could do like a lot of FaceTime calls. They like get packs to FaceTime <laughs> yeah. you and it's like, yeah, you give me an update here for a second. Just, just like 30 seconds. Fill, I don't camera, even have, can you film I don't the camera even like have this way? Number. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so he might know. Have maybe Saros's number? No, I don't have his number either. I'll call the, I'll call <laughs> Coleman and maybe I call the hotel. <laughs> they might not even know you put them in there. Just toss them in there from behind or something. Yeah, they don't you know? watch it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've gotten a lot of their backsides when we're walking to the ring. I'm just, yeah, right sneak it out like, like an, <laughs> right by your chest. So so most of the guys don't even know that you do it. No, I don't think so. And that's kind of like how I want to keep it since it's my first year doing it yeah. and I don't want it to be like a distraction and I know it's something that no one else has mm-hmm. ever done. So I don't want to like be known as the uh, going on a new team and like, yeah. like what's this freaking taxi squad goal? like filming everything. Like is this is a make a wish trip for him yeah. or what? Like, <laughs> I don't like, I don't want it to be like that. So I totally get that. Uh, and yeah, that's so I'm just, honestly. Yeah. And I kind of want to just, you know, get comfortable with it so i don't i don't know how it is for you guys like was it hard to like start filming your teammates and what were they thinking yeah 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 for me like i was at maine when i started doing it it was very hard to start which is relatable like you said uh it took you a little while to tweet it out and like similar to mine i took a while to actually like put it on instagram or like post that i made a youtube video before actually going about it but the uh when i started i was a junior in college so i was you know like in college as a junior kind of already comfortable with the whole team because there's no trades or new yeah yeah you can do whatever you want yeah so i felt comfortable doing it but um there was definitely like certain people i knew not to put on camera because i knew everyone well enough where like i knew who would look to the camera and start talking or who wouldn't i was (laughs) careful about you know who what i should do but yeah, it's definitely yeah, coach yeah it's yeah yeah it's mm-hmm. keep it so coach, you just got pumped in, <laughs> <the thoughts. laughs> you read that article about you that uh said you should get fired what are your thoughts on that <laughs> i only played seven drunk? minutes tonight why <laughs> Put it on the camera. what's your deal <laughs> what's your wife yeah. think of your coaching decisions <laughs> is she worried about you filing for ei anytime soon <laughs> yeah yeah, so I yeah, I can definitely see I like have slowly like in the bubble I kinda had like the other goalie, Joe Wall, who wasn't who was in like the extras group. Like I I'd feel comfortable like filming filming him and us and but then like I got some good stuff in the bubble of us like hanging out and doing stuff and then 
I, we got dinged for not wearing a mask somewhere. So like I had to take it out. So it's all like ruined from right there. So that's, that's the hard part about COVID and doing mm-hmm. this. Yeah. You have to wear your masks all the time. And yeah. <laughs> that's a struggle. And that's got to honestly be yeah. the toughest thing. It's like, you're so accountable to the NHL. Like anything you do, like they're going to crack the whip on you as opposed to like Pat and I, yeah. well, at least Pat right now, like you can kind of yeah. do as you please and you're kind of, yeah, even NHL and even like all the other people who have to go to work and wear their masks. So obviously you want to respect that and try to help help be a part of the solution here and bring help with the cases and stuff to spread. So uh, just trying to do my part and not not break any rules, obviously, and make the team look bad. I got one question I'm dying to ask you because I think Pat and I, like we deal with a good amount of it, like – like, what kind of hate are you dealing with online? Like, I, you must be just be getting bombed with messages and message requests. And just like, you suck, man. You know, my grandmother can do a better <laughs> job stopping pucks than you. Meanwhile, this is some guy on the couch who's never even picked up a stick or put on his skates before. He thinks he knows the game. doesn't know shit. I know that's what your uh, DMs are full of, but... I, well, uh, you read mine? <laughs> oh, I can, He's I one can of tell. Them. I've, re- I've read your comments before, so I know. So... Uh, <laughs> everything's positive though like it's that's the one thing like i don't you can probably count with two hands of all the dislikes i've gotten on my videos in the last year so like that's that's the one thing i've like i know what it's like why i keep doing (laughs) yeah like that's the thing like that's one reason i keep doing it and like because the fans love it and they say they're looking forward to it and it's helping them out and like they really appreciate it so and there's not been anything bad i've but I mean, I haven't played a game in a year, so I don't have any. I haven't sucked in a game in a while, so getting bad. You ever hop in Casmer's uh, live streams, like the live chat, like when he's doing the premiers, or no? I haven't. Man, sometimes I'll hop in there to just like leave a comment, like "Hey, Buzz," and like looking for a new video. They'll just attack me, just like for <laughs> honor, absolutely assault me. Really? Yeah, they don't want to say anything bad yeah. to me, but they, then you're the scapegoat on my videos. <laughs> Tra- Trav's easy to hate on, huh? Travis, yeah. enter the chat. Get your popcorn ready. <laughs> you suck. Yes, you're great. you suck. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, it's it's been awesome to wow. see that everybody really likes the videos, and that's, like, the one reason for me to, like, feel almost accountable to keep doing it. And, I mean, probably once I get to play and get some games here and probably when I get pulled the first time <laughs> then there's a magnifying class on me oh, and yeah. they can't wait to see it on the <laughs> vlog but um, yeah like it's I've been really surprised how how positive everything's been that must be the result of being like respectful on your videos and just like you know because I get I, I'm just kind of like I don't know I guess an idiot in a way like I'm just super sarcastic so I remember my first video that got some attention i said something like uh i like just did a workout in the gym i was like yeah i just bench press and if you can't bench press a lot you should probably quit hockey you're not going very far and i got all these comments were like this guy's an arrogant asshole clearly he doesn't know what it takes to be a hockey player bench press like all this shit i'm like oh fucking clearly i was joking i know that you don't need to bench press but i guess if you don't say stuff like that and people might there'll be no negative comments yeah, for sure. And like, that's the thing with you guys, like, obviously, you're trying to make it as entertaining as possible. So you have to like, you know, like, do something different and like, cre- create something. Um, 
but for me, like, there's always these times when I'm like, oh, this, it'd be funny if I did this on the videos, but then I'm like, okay, like, what if our GM, David Boyle, was watching this video? And, like, so it's it's kind of like, yeah, there's times when I'm like, okay, I don't want to, I don't even want to show myself. I just want to show what I can, what I see at the ring because it's so, like, it's special for fans. And, but, and then there's times when, like, I want to go full on YouTuber and like, but I, but I can't do that. Like, like it's actually a funny story now that I mentioned GM, the GM, like we were in Florida uh, a couple trips ago and uh, we were walking to the bus to go watch the game. And he's like, Hey, I watched a couple of your videos. <laughs> and like my heart dropped. He's <laughs> like, you know, like that's just, so, you just don't know how the GMs would react to like, you know, something, someone doing vlogs and YouTube videos. And it's like, I think they were good. So I was like, perfect. That's big. <laughs> I hope, hope you like it. Yeah. So like it can go uh, definitely a couple different ways that if, if you're a GM in the NHL sees that you're doing like some weird vlogs and you know, who knows like what you put in them. And obviously right away I started thinking like, Oh, like, was it, which ones like did i say something stupid like so like oh like, should i gotta look back and take stuff out? <laughs> like, damn it Shit. yeah complaining about my playing time or something so um no so that's that's the thing like i always have to keep in mind and that what if my teammates or the coaches and the gm see this and but yeah so everything's been working out well so far how much do you worry, like, on a scale, like, 1 to 10, like, something you might post online or, like, just you putting videos up is going to, like, like, to put it bluntly, like, cost you your job. Like, like, I put this video up and, like, now I'm in the Always Hungry League or they send me down to the East Coast or they don't even want to sign me. Like, I'm, I can't find a job next season because everybody thinks that this is vlogging guy. Like, does that ever cross your mind or you're just so conservative about it? It's not going to become an issue. Yeah, obviously, like, sometimes. Um, but then like when i get to the ring like this hasn't like affected anything that i do at the rink or like how much time i put in hockey like or the the time i edit the videos or film them like i know guys are putting like eight hour shifts playing call of duty so like my couple hours of editing isn't like isn't anything bad you know so but um yeah that's just that's the thing like especially with um the days we're in right now and you say one one weird thing and you can be torched and you know like you said like i'm trying to like solidify my spot in the nhl and uh get to the next level and i don't i don't want this stuff to like come in the way of that so um yeah definitely be careful but hoping hoping that it just translates into uh like positive vibes and almost helps me helps me get there and um but but yeah that's obviously with anything you post online like it can get you into trouble but that's why it's nice that the, the oh tell me about threads, it yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh you would know huh but oh yeah so sometimes uh, i post stuff and i'm like who can i piss off today by posting this yeah. you're gonna get really upset hey, that's, <laughs> your job. that's your job you gotta create some chaos and i gotta eliminate the chaos so that's why it's nice yeah. that the team team looks through it and kind of if i'm breaking any rules or whatever so i know i'm comfortable with posting that stuff yeah. it's awesome dog. <laughs> that's that's definitely a smart way to go about it i mean it is priorities, right? And obviously, you know, 
making the NHL is your top priority. So it's you wouldn't want to, you know. But hey, he also wants that hundred K subscriber plot. Don't forget about that. Hey. Come on, that's that's what I'm going for. Hell yeah, <laughs> that's that's big too. He wants to put that. Oh man, can you imagine? Nashville wins the cup, and he's got the hundred K plaque in the cup. Imagine people are like, "Get I'll this believe, fucking you do that!" I'll delete my YouTube channel. I'll make you that deal right now. You can get that picture. Yeah, let's get it done this year. Hell yeah, go for it. <laughs> just, just be a, like a cutaway of me in the street with like a like a stick and a bunch of clothes on and like a satchel. So I'm unemployed now. The guys pose at the NHL awards with their trophies, like I pose with the hundred K thing. Hey, what's better, right? <laughs> MVP or 100K? Yeah. Yeah, you can get these trophies every year, but yeah. this one only once. <laughs> How many of you guys have this 100K plaque on YouTube? What's up, McDavid? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I got to I gotta go for the awards I can win. Hell yeah. And as you've started to uh, you know vlog more, have, do you – wish you maybe would have started doing it earlier maybe in college or are you do you think you're happy with when you started your go with uh um i think in a way it's worked out that i started now that i kind of had four years of pro hockey and kind of established myself before being i don't know hockey is just so different from like basketball and football especially with like the branding of the players and stuff like that so um yeah i think i'm happy that i started now uh since i'm still probably the the only one who's doing it but other than like starting in college and then getting getting that like a stamp or whatever in college and then who knows if it would have heard my my opportunities going pro and stuff like that so um yeah but i did feel (laughs) (laughs) hey i'm on on your show now but i uh i did film like my last weekend of college hockey actually uh i took the gopro the good old old gopro to uh i think we were in worcester for ncaa regionals and i was kind of like i was kind of like just filming like that's kind of where it started so i think i have that video on my youtube channel of like starting from us skating at home and then packing up and traveling and uh just some little behind the scenes stuff from the from the regionals and um so i i kind of did that stuff there but i think i didn't post that video until this last summer oh actually (laughs) yeah you know i had the clips in my old uh old memory card and i didn't like edit it until this summer after i think after the bubble <laughs> yeah better late than never it's out there now so yeah now i'm kind of <laughs> now i can like you said like just now i could uh put all of those teammates on the on the video and right. post and don't have to worry about it <laughs> it's kind of like a bonus question me and power talking a little bit about this before you came on but like about the whole like if you would have been vlogging in college versus is in pro uh, like you met your wife uh, at at uh, University of Duluth, right? Yeah, and that was was that early on or towards the end? Yeah, that was like halfway through my freshman year. Yeah, can you imagine if you would have started blogging as like freshman year? No, I can only like imagine the because I started junior year. I can only imagine the pro like how much further along I would be if I yeah. started that early. Like fully no restrictions. Like, yeah. but that's the thing. Like, but then like. 
who knows freshman year stuff something on my videos like mm-hmm. would have gotten me into trouble like two years in, in pro hockey you know could very well it's just yeah and like yeah so i'm happy where i'm at today so i got i got no regrets <laughs> Yeah, man. Hey, and yeah. thanks for coming on, man. It was awesome getting to uh, it's finally talking because we haven't really talked in person or, or over video calls yet. So, yeah, thanks for uh, having me on, and it was kind of fun to chat about the YouTube stuff with a couple couple pro YouTubers, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, it's weird because like nobody gets it. You know what I mean? Like nobody else is doing this kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't really get it either yet, but I'm just doing it because I'm the only one, and it's been a lot more than so. most people would. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah so yeah it's it's been fun but it's definitely different and hopefully i can get more com- more comfortable and maybe next year no restrictions and get some teammates going hey buddy let's get on the ice this summer let's make a couple vlogs man me you and patty and yeah, Minnesota, let's, do let's it. fire it up get the <laughs> let's do it yeah fire up the chevy and just head her down <laughs> <laughs> a little road trip yeah that sounds good we gotta get the Get the collab going. Well, shake the YouTube world. Of, uh, yeah, dude, I was thinking of doing something in the states, like before the start of next season, just because like the quarantine rules. Because if I got to leave Canada, I might as well just make a bunch of detours too. You know what I mean? So swing down to the states, visit the boys. <laughs> It'll be a time. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, that'll be that'd be fun, especially during the uh, off season. I don't have much going on during the day, so I need something to film. <laughs> cool, buddy. Well, we'll let yeah. you go and. Uh, Thanks for coming on with us, man. We'll uh, hopefully we'll have the podcast up ready to go sometime by the end of the weekend for the next episode. And we'll send you a copy to approve. But I'm well, excited to thanks, guys. excited to see where the YouTube goes. Keep uh, keep grinding on it. We love it. Yeah, the grind is real. Oh yeah. So it, there's definitely days when I'm like, okay, like let's. I want to do this stuff. And days I'm like, yeah. no YouTube stuff for today. <laughs> like I've had enough. So. Post practice, those days. <laughs> yeah especially like when you practice in the morning yeah. and you come home and like family stuff and it's fu- hard yeah. to find time but so i don't know about that you're making but... it work <laughs> yeah i i can imagine you'll you'll get there yeah. yeah well i'm looking forward to listening to uh you guys episode tomorrow so and thanks for having me on absolutely thanks Peace, for buddy. coming on have All a good right. one buddy talk to you soon we'll see you bro wow what a what a great interview wow it was pretty awesome, man. I have We haven't been drinking, I swear. Oh shit. No, no, in, in all seriousness, you know, I, I think it's interesting to get some insight from from Casimir. Yeah. I think too, and and him and I talked about this on uh, direct message after the interview, was you can tell He's been trained very well about what to say and what not uh-huh. to say. And it's so hard to crack the shell of these NHL like guys playing pro in period, but just in general, to try and crack the outer shell of those cliches of we're trying to get pucks deep, you know, we're going to mm-hmm. outwork them. You know, I think if we get the bounces going, like right. those cliches, it's very hard to, to crack that nut. It's tough. But for whatever reason, there, there is like hits throughout that interview where like you could tell he was feeling comfortable, like he was with the boys. Yeah. And he was giving us a little bit. And he's like, oh, 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 you know, got to reel back, back in. Re- yeah. Try to backpedal a little bit. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, lo- love the guy, what he's doing. We obviously, we don't want to get him in, in hot water because he's got a lot more at stake than we do. I mean, I have nothing at stake. I, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to pay rent. The rent's due in a couple of days, I think. I'm, I'm due uh, two months. Anyway. You don't even have furniture in your house. Yeah. You see that yoga mat? That's yeah. the most expensive furniture the I got. TV's on the ground. You don't even have a stand. 
You know what's funny? My anytime I FaceTime my agent sooner, he, he tells me he's like, "You're single still, aren't you?" I was like, "Yeah, why?" He's like, "I can tell because the TV's still on the floor and there's no couch in the back. It's just a yoga mat on the floor." Hey, it screams single guy living by himself. Ah, there's nothing wrong with inviting a girl over for a nice little yoga session. I was actually, you know, I was thinking to myself in the shower today. If I have a girl over, I don't have a couch. Like there is no Netflix and chill for a couch. It's would you like to sit on my yoga mat? My computer chair. What a yoga and bed. chill. But see, you ask her if she wants to sit in the bed, it could be potentially awkward. Right. Because you, you don't want to still overstep your boundaries. So I, I might be handicapping myself, but there are worse things I could do I, on a first date. I didn't have a couch last year, uh, my senior year at Maine in my room. Like I would, I remember I t- we went to what I like to call a Chick-fil-A and play. We went to Chick-fil-A. And then back to my place for a little play. Let's be honest here. You're playing with a significantly more stacked deck than I am, okay? Your deck has a couple more jokers in the pile, shall but, we say. Yeah, we go into the my room, and I'm like, oh, we'll watch some TV, and we just – all I have is the bed. There's no couch. You know, it's – it's if, they, if they're not, you know, but it's – do you want to sit in the bed? Sorry, I don't have a couch. Or if you had a yoga mat, do you want to do some yoga? Some yoga? <laughs> On the same mat? <laughs> What do you say we have on, on, on this On that mat? topic, I, I had an idea. <laughs> have you ever maybe squeak one out a little bit prematurely mm-hmm. and then you're, you're stroking it soft just to add some extra time on the clock, just just for the sake of? For sure. You know, like, like first goal, you know, two minutes into the, into the second period, whatever, first period, and you're like, you know what? We just got to survive, boys. Yeah. And you're just stroking it soft for a couple minutes just to add some time on the clock for her. Just to say that you tried. Have you, yeah, you ever yeah. had that happen to you? Uh, I usually just call it quits. <laughs> really? Really? I, I just well, want to add a little extra time on the clock. Yeah, I'll like break and then go back do it. I'm not going to just like, you know, put the friggin' soft little thing, you know? I'm just going to wait until I can I can't go. figure out for the life of me. I ask I ask them every time, like, I can't, are you there yet? And like, yeah, 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 yeah. You, I'm you know, going to go home now. You know how I can't it works. Out why. So the, 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 I've said this before, but the thing is with a guy like us or me, it's a little different for a goalie, but uh, forward here, I'm an explosive athlete. You know, I, I play <laughs> hockey in shifts. Come on, 45 hard, two minutes off, three minutes off sometimes. You know what I mean? That's that's just how it. I'm realizing some very common themes. Maybe there's a reason I get yanked ten minutes into the first period every time I play a real game. See, I'm I'm noticing some common. <laughs> anyway, all right, ladies and Fuck gentlemen. Yeah. Well, uh, to all three people still watching, I don't think any. I don't think I need to say ladies. I don't think any females are listening. Yeah, but at this point of the pod, if you're still listening, yeah. God bless you. Thank you for listening, and uh, God, we hope that we're still, we're on Apple Podcasts by the time this goes know, up. We're still seriously. waiting for Apple Pod. Like, come on, Apple, we're waiting on that. Uh, we're on Spotify. Uh, Spotify is great. Uh, again, thanks to the awesome sponsors at uh, Sheath Underwear. Some great Boom. stuff. Make sure you check them out. And uh, hopefully we'll be on uh, on Apple Podcasts soon. I know that's going to really help. Uh, I think we had about 500 uh, listens on the last podcast as of uh, recording right now, which is great. So thank yeah, you for 500 about, people yeah. for listening. Uh, 498 of them were uh, by my dad. <laughs> and, <Sorry>. uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Slang on the Biscuit. And uh, we will see you on next Thursday. When episode three drops, we don't have any guests, but uh, if you're a guest, you want to be on the show, or if you know somebody who wants to be on the show, please inquire, and uh, we'd love to have you on. Thanks to Kazmir Kaskasul for being on. On behalf of Pat and myself, you stay classy, San Diego. Oh, what a cheese ball I am, man. Come on. Yeah, that was stupid. Fuck you. Get a grip. Yeah.